going to be talking about Zacchaeus, a little guy called Zacchaeus. Uh, and this is going to be relevant to all ages. So just bear with me, okay? If you're expecting a deep theological sermon, this isn't it. But this is going to be simple truth. Um, so <laughs> this is what Jesus spent his time doing, making it simple for people. Um, so um, can I have uh, my, my, my crew, please? <laughs> Thank you very much. And can I have, if you are... Um, if you are um, under the age of, say, 13, so 12 and downwards, um, if you could come to the front and be a crowd for me, please. Can I have a crowd? Thank you very much. I'm going to need my tree from the back. Thank you. And uh, Luke, do you want to, oh, sorry, Zacchaeus, do you want to come up here? And we're going to need this little table, so if you want to move the picture off and bring it up. We've had no rehearsal. Just saying, no rehearsals. Yes, please. It's um, just at the back over there. Thank you. Thank you, Zacchaeus. It's a lot of effort, isn't it? It's a lot of effort for what it is. Just grab your chair. Okay, so welcome to Palestine, very hot place, 2,000 years ago. We're entering, thank you, that's the tree. And that needs to go over there where Liddy is. There we go, it's getting all the props set up. And uh, this is the time of Pilate, who was the governor, and Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, was a chief tax collector. Mm. We don't like tax collectors. We still don't really like them very much, do we? <laughs> but back then, they were really bad because they were, well, he was deeply unpopular with the Jews. Okay, sorry about this. Not only was he a collaborator with the occupying army, the Romans, but he was also a cheat. So when you came to him, you have to pay tax. Sorry, kids. I often say this at school, two, two certainties in life, death and taxes, okay? You are going to have to pay tax. And in those days, if you didn't pay tax, you go to prison, just like you do now, but it was much worse in prison then. So Zacchaeus knew that people had to pay, but he would take a little bit extra. So I'll hand over to Zacchaeus now. Okay? No, no, that can't be right. I've never allowed them to get away with so little tax before. There must be something wrong. After all, how is an important, influential man like me, Zacchaeus, supposed to maintain my position in society on so little commission? The next thing I know, the bankers will be overtaking me and over claiming that they can do their job if they are paid massive bonuses, and that will never do. I must have made a mistake. Let's have another look. No, there's a levy of 200 shekels for legionnaires tax, and we need the vice council's accommodation tax to upgrade his palace, so that's VAT 20%. Um, there's a centurion's charitable tax variation, and then we've got all the poll tax. Oh, uh, trouble is, we can't call it that anymore. The last time we did it, it caused a lot of riots, so I need another name. Um, I don't know, uh, consul tax? Yeah. And then there's the tax we charge on all births and deaths, uh, the arrivals and departures tax, the AAD tax, and of course the seasonal surcharge tax. Uh, that all goes to pilot. Mm. Oh, then we need the carpet tax at 15%, the tick tax, the thumb tax, and then my commission. Now let's see where that gets us. Uh, oh, it's still too low. I've never been able to afford this year's holiday on the Gulf of the Quabba, unless I charge. 
unless I charge them more, those pedalo hirers are such crooks. They rip you off good and proper every opportunity. I need to find some way of bumping up what the, to get out of this taxation lark after I've handed most of it over to the Romans. Oh, I know. I think we need to add administration tax um, for all the work involved in computing and de deducting my commission and a Zax tax to make that make up the difference. Now, how does this look? Ah, yes, much better. Maybe I'll be able to afford a new charity on my holiday as well. Beautifully read. So, Luke 19, 1 to 10. I'm going to rescue this. He entered Jericho and was passing through. That's Jesus. And there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was small of stature. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. Well done. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. We'll get to that bit, don't worry. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who's a sinner. Okay, cue. Look, there he is, Jesus himself, a true A-list celebrity. But who is he gesturing to? Hi up there, Zacchaeus. Who, me? Yes, you. I doubt there is anyone else called Zacchaeus up that tree. Anyway, what on earth are you doing up there? Uh, oh, uh, uh, just trying to get a better view. Of what, Zacchaeus? Uh, uh, just things. Are you making fun of the fact that I'm short in stature? What do you mean? I can see you know my life isn't up to much, despite all the things I have. But I do not—I do want to understand. Well, you would—you uh, better come down so I can give you an even better view, because I'm hungry and I hear you do a pretty good Sunday roast. What? You want to come to my house and eat with me? Well, I know—I know it's only quarter to twelve, but um, that is actually precisely what I want. Yes, um, because there's a sense of great changes coming over you, as such that you'll be able to see me clearly without these sort of desperate measures. Oh, uh, I don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything. 
Just come, come on down and take me to your house because I'm getting hungry. Okay, so Zacchaeus did very well, didn't he? And so did Jesus. And so did our tree and our crowd. Let's give him a round of applause. Thanks, guys. Okay, so the crowd at that point will have started grumbling. And as I said before, um, this didn't go very well. You, oh, the tree can stand down now, thank you. Weren't they good? Weren't they good? A very good waving of branches. <laughs> Supporting role. If, if I go back to verse 7 in, in Luke 19, um, let's read that verse again. When they saw it, they all grumbled. All that crowd got upset about this because, as they said, he has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. There's nothing worse in their culture than someone like a tax collector and a cheat. Um, quite frankly, he was a traitor to them. But he was also somebody who was a crook. And they knew he was a crook and they could do nothing about it. So they disliked this guy intensely. Um, it's, it's not surprising he went up a tree, not just to see Jesus, but to, to make sure he wasn't lynched, quite frankly. Because he could have been, if they'd noticed him in the crowd, he could have been attacked. You know, he, he could easily have been, someone could have put a knife in. So he would have gone up there for protection as well as to see Jesus. In verse 8, um, he actually said, Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I've defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Now, we often read the story of Zacchaeus. It's a short story. And we think it's just a, it's a short story more than one way. Um, we think of him as just a little man. Can we have, if we got the PowerPoint, or did it not work? I don't know if it worked or not, but there's a little picture I was going to put up. There it is. This is how we often picture Zacchaeus. And if you're a parent, you'll be familiar with these kind of pictures. There he is with his big staring eyes and his, uh, and his uniform on. All the Hebrews dressed like that. And, and there's Jesus going, Zacchaeus, come down. Let's go to your house. And that's how we're taught in Sunday school. That's how we see this sort of thing. And, and <laughs> he was a, a greedy and manipulative man. It wasn't all good fun. So he was, he was somebody who would rip you off if he could. He would find a way. And, he, and at the beginning of that sketch, you saw him calculating imaginary taxes. Sort of thing he would do to, to make as much money as possible and get his holiday on the Algarve, whatever it was. His life actually was all about survival. And he was just trying to get through. And that's true. If you go out into the community around here, people are trying to survive. People are trying to just get by with whatever they can. And sometimes people have to cut corners and they'll justify crime by saying, I had to do it because of this. People try and survive. Sin happens as a result. Uh, and people sometimes lose their way. Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus. Why? You would have thought that Zacchaeus, in his position... Would, the last person he'd want to see is the son of God. He knew he was a dishonest man. He knew he was unpopular. But he wanted to see Jesus. And sometimes, often actually, people who are far from God are desperate to meet him. But they don't know how. And they would never tell you. You can probably see it in their eyes occasionally. They wouldn't necessarily tell you that they need Jesus or they want to meet Jesus. But they do. Desperately but it's all hidden behind a mask of behavior and who they are. 
He'd heard about Jesus, and he wanted to see him. Jesus wanted to meet him too. And this is the thing that blows the whole story out of proportion and puts it into the Bible, because when they were writing down the stories they remembered in the Gospels, this one got in there for a reason. This one got in there because it was so unlikely for Jesus to talk to him that they were amazed. The disciples would have been stunned that he was talking to this guy. The thing is, no one is too bad for Jesus to save. Are we hearing that this morning? No one's too bad. It blows my mind, that one. Because we hear, don't we, of of terrible evil being done on the news and and things. And and we, we read about terrible things. No one is too bad for Jesus to save. No one deserves to miss out on his salvation. And often, if we had our way, in our middle class world, we would say, Jesus isn't for them. They're a bit unruly. We don't particularly like them, so we'll just keep it to our community. Actually, the gospel is for all and for everyone. Life makes us hard. Jesus desires that we all encounter him. When you have an encounter with Jesus, it's different to just reading about Jesus in the Bible. How many of us know that's true? Yeah? Hopefully some of us do. (laughs) An encounter with Jesus is worth so much more to us. Reading about him in the Bible is vital too, but we need to encounter him. Jesus restores what was lost. Just think of that person that you can picture now, that person that you know who is so far from God, whose life is like the opposite of yours. Jesus can restore what they've lost. Jesus gives hope to the hopeless. Fear is lost in a deluge of love. When people turn to Jesus, they are overwhelmed. And look what Zacchaeus did. Sin was washed away and change becomes possible. The amazing thing about Zacchaeus is he changes. And this was a big risk for him. When you think about it, this guy has already burnt his bridges with the community at large. He's a dead man. He knows it. The only protection he's got is the soldiers. So he would collect his tax near the soldiers. They would be guarding him. As soon as he's done that, he'd go back to his compound where he'd be protected by soldiers. He was taking a huge risk in having Jesus in his home. And he couldn't believe that Jesus wanted to. New life began to break out. What happened with Zacchaeus is extraordinary. He stood and said to the Lord, so this is a big moment for him, he stood up. They were all sitting down having lunch. um, and, And he stood up. So the room would go quiet at this point. Zacchaeus is going to say say something. Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor. Gives immediately half of his fortune away. And if I've defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. There's the rest of his money gone. He's giving back four times what he's taken to everyone. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Are you hardened today? You know, sometimes we, um, we, we think that the, the people who are, who are taking drugs and, and committing crimes are, are the ones who are hardened. But sometimes it's us who are hardened. 
Because we watch the news every night. <laughs> we read the newspapers and we go, isn't that terrible? Anyway, that cup of coffee, that's hard. <laughs> I can't, sometimes I can't watch the news because it breaks my heart to watch what's going on. You must have felt the same, not just me. Let's not stop being like that. We, we need to not get compassion fatigue in the church. It's important that we care, that we are the most caring because Jesus would have been and is. Are you a bit lost in sin today? Are you caught up in materialism? Is it all about the next thing you can get like it was for Zacchaeus? For Zacchaeus, he was living a life of luxury. Never mind how he got it. He, he could rationalize that away because he was living that incredible life that money brings. But he was desperately empty inside and he needed to see Jesus. Are you caught up in materialism? Well, Jesus wants to meet you today. And I'd love to introduce you to him today. I'm going to finish in a minute. I'm not going to talk all day. But I'll just encourage you, take out of this story what it is that is right for you to take. It might be that you've been dishonest, that you've, you've been living a life of, away from God, a life of sin, and you need to come back to Jesus and find him and have that new start that he offers you, a fresh start. And when Jesus gives you a fresh start, it's a real fresh start. He puts it as far as the east is from the west. That's the way he describes it in the word. It's, uh, he puts your sin as far as the east is from the west. That's limitless. <laughs> he puts it away. That's a fresh start. Or do you just need to clear out the clutter in your life? Maybe it's time to stop worrying about the next Apple product that's coming out and when you're going to get it and start worrying about other things in life. Maybe we need to... Um, soften our hearts again and resurrect our hearts because the heart is what God looks at the world looks at the outside and how you look and how you perform but God looks at the heart is your hard heart stopping you from moving on in your spiritual life that's my challenge this morning maybe we need to be like Zacchaeus and take a risk maybe we need to do something practical giving back getting rid of maybe we need to change what we do change the way we behave and I speak as much to myself honestly as I do to any of you so let's not just glibly wash over these stories like they were just nice little stories at Sunday school because they weren't they were put there for us to understand something about Jesus Jesus is my best friend he's become that because I gave him my life and I'm just rediscovering at the moment what it means to just know him without any of the clutter. Just because we have an expensive Bible doesn't make us a good Christian. Okay? <laughs> Jesus was the kind of guy that was out there getting his hands dirty and wondering where everyone else was <laughs> when he was doing it. Why aren't you with me? So let's get our hands dirty for God. Let's go and do something that changes the world while we're here and leaves a legacy. Okay, folks, so I'm done. Um, Brian? <laughs> There's no need to applaud, honestly. <laughs>